we're back with more on Newstalk Saga 960. So very glad you could join us on this midweek edition of the Mark Petrona Show. What a pleasure. We have Theo Fleury on the line. Hockey great coming to us from Calgary. Obviously, he is uh, retired. Well known for his, what, 12 years where he represented uh, Team Canada. Is that right? A dozen years. You won the gold. A few times, yeah. Uh, here's a guy who's been as much of a patriot and a believer in this country as ever. And uh, not only was he known for his rough-and-tumble type of play on the ice, now that he's done with uh, professional hockey, he uh, he's pretty hard-hitting in the political arena. You may have seen his uh, terrific interview with Tucker Carlson on Fox News, and that's why it's such a joy having him uh, on radio. Welcome, Theo. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Talk about your feelings now about being booted off Twitter. Yeah, you're back on Twitter. You and I <laughs> shared a couple of thoughts about that. I, here's a, I mean, I sometimes ask myself, well, what's the point of continuing on a platform where they're going to they're gonna kick you off just like they did Jordan Peterson? And of course, they, asked, they demanded that Jordan delete one of his tweets. He said, uh, not going to happen. And so that standoff continues, but you're back on. Yeah, I'm back on because I don't have any other place, uh, you know, right now at this moment uh, to, you know, continue my, you know, uh, political, you know, activist role. So, um, but uh, there's very few places that are going to be left here in the near future. That's why, you know, we're creating... Uh, media arm for our, you know, non-for-profit Canadians for Truth, you know, Freedom and Justice. So, you know, we're just in the process of getting that all set up. And then, uh, you know, obviously uh, on a daily basis, I'll, I'll have my own program. I'm also doing a program with Jamie Soleil. So we'll, we'll you know, we're going to try to increase, you know, the, the megaphone uh, of the Patriots uh, in Canada um, you know, moving forward with our own, you know, media channel. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, we had Jamie on this show. She talked a little bit about it. She didn't want to spill the beans too much, mm-hmm. saying that um, you are still working on it. Is there anything else you can tell us so that when, um, you know, you guys are on the air doing your thing, producing mm-hmm. media that is very much uh, outside the mainstream? I mean, we've seen what's happened to mainstream media. Theo, you've seen it. It's It's disgusting. These guys well, are pretty it's, much. It's uh, not. It's not media. It's not media. It's propaganda. That's all it is. You know. It's. Uh, they're cheerleaders for you know the liberal and NDP coalition, and uh, and so you know there has to be, uh, you know, a counter, you know, towards that where you know there's some there's some real truth uh, that needs to you know, that needs to get out there because what, what they're talking about is just straight lies, complete, outright straight lies. And this is 24-7, right? Yeah, absolutely. And people are pushing back. A lot of Canadians are pushing back. Sometimes it's discouraging when you think, well, they haven't figured it out just yet well, that we have a government that is running uh, against the interests of the Canadian people. Now, they're, they're serving somebody's interests, but it's not ours. And all yeah. you, I mean, all you have to do is, is look at the way that they're managing the economy, uh, they're kneecapping the resource sector. Obviously, you're out in Alberta. You know full mm-hmm. well what they have done. 
Um, you've got attacks on freedom. You've got attacks on, you've got censorship being used as a weapon, online censorship. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, you've got, to, you've got to exist in a world where you've got big tech censoring people. You've got government now pushing for censorship. How do you get the word out? How do you reach out to regular folks about what's going on? Yeah, well, you know, you have to unfortunately exhaust, you know, the social media platforms, but obviously, uh, you know, they're in bed with the globalists as well, or Marxist, communists, whatever you want to call them, they're all in bed together. So, you know, with the ultimate goal being, you know, this, this build back dumber, uh, uh, agenda. Right. And, uh, you know, what, what, what people don't understand is, you know, the people that are helping, the globalist, communist, Marxist ide ide ideology is eventually, once they get to where they need to go, then those people who help them become us, right? That's what they don't understand, is that the police, judges, lawyers, you know, all of these people who are helping push this agenda forward at the end of the day, once they get full power, then the people who help them, guess what? They become us, regular people. They don't care. They don't care. All they care about is complete 100% power over all of us. And, uh, you know, and that's where we're headed. Yeah, and it's not good. Interesting, you're out in Alberta which has seen a spike in deaths with unknown causes, Theo. I mean, this is uh, an eye-opener here. The top 10 causes of death in 2021. Number one, ill-defined and unknown causes, 3,362. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> number two is dementia. Number three, you're, you're down to COVID, then uh, chronic, uh, well, you've got heart disease, and um, then you get down to your cancers. But deaths with unknown causes, now Alberta's top killer. Uh, province of Alberta reporting an unprecedented increase. And this is bizarre. It's like, uh, what, what is going on here? And all this is happening in an environment where you got the federal government says, well, you got to get shots. I, 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 depending on who you talk to, either nine months or six months, and uh, you're going to be forced to do so. So it was nice speaking with Danielle Smith, who, uh, if she becomes premier of Alberta, says, we're not doing that here. You know, healthcare is a provincial jurisdiction. We handle our own healthcare. We'll decide in what we want to do as far as the shots are concerned. Does this number trouble you when you see this many people dying and nobody knows what's going on? Yeah, it's very disturbing. Um, you know, these these people. Well, you know, the the agenda is depopulation, right? It's depopulation and. You know, I remember watching a TED Talk video of Bill Gates basically saying, if we do a good job with the vaccines, okay. we can significantly decrease the population by 10 to 15 percent. And, wh and what is happening right now? The population is being decreased between 10 and 15 percent with the use of vaccination. It's not hard. It's not hard to figure out. No, I mean, if they start talking about the importance of depopulation, if they start talking about the fact that there's just too many people in the world, mm -hmm. and then of course you you add to that this push 
to get people to uh, eat bugs instead of beef, live in pods, uh, you know, accept a very much lowered standard of livings, while living while they do whatever the hell they want. So you got Jeff Bezos with an aircraft carrier that they're trying to get out of Rotterdam, you know, and this guy's mm-hmm. whining about the fact that they won't raise the bridge or they won't, they won't get rid of this. So you've got one set of tiny people, one group of minuscule numbers of people who want to run it all. Yeah. And they well, think, but- you know, I mean, honestly, you, how do you explain what's going on at the airports? Yeah, well, you know, you know how they talk about systemic racism and systemic, you know, well, what we're we're talking about here is we have a bunch of uh, abusers, okay, so narcissists, psychopaths, you know, these kind kind of people, um, and it's systemic government abuse which causes trauma, which then causes mental health issues which then causes a spike in mental illness a spike in opioid use a spike in suicidal ideation and then ultimately a spike in in suicides right and that's ultimately what you know the the abuse and the trauma that the government is is instilling almost 24 hours a day seven days a week that's what happens so that's another arm to their depopulation schedule that nobody talks about. But you're talking about it. And, Absolutely. Uh, so it's interesting. You've used your, you know, your fame, I guess if you want to call it as a hockey player to go into the realm of freedom and you're seeing what's going on around you and you see your country essentially being destroyed by people who are supposed to be managers of it. And you're fighting back. What has talk about how your life has changed as a result of this? My life hasn't changed at all. Okay, you know, I've always been an underdog. I've always fought, you know, my whole entire life, you know, for different causes and, uh, you know, uh, being an athlete, you know, uh, and uh, having, you know, being very blessed to you know, create a, a very good life from being a professional athlete. But, you know, I think what's more important is that um, uh, because of that privilege, which obviously come from hard work, but, you know, obviously we, there is no National Hockey League without fans, Right. Right without fans buying tickets, without fans buying jerseys and hockey cards and, you know, video games and all that, you know, there, there is no us. So very early on in my career, you know, especially in Calgary, we were instilled with um, sort of the agenda that, you know, not only are you expected to be a great hockey player for our organization, but you're also expected to be a part of the community which means you get out there, you know, support charities, support great causes, you know, all of those things. So, you know, early on in my life, you know, that was, that was instilled um, as, as being important. And so, you know, I'm retired now and, you know, this is my way of, you know, giving back 
to, you know, the, the amazing people who supported me through my whole entire hockey career. So, um, this isn't anything out of the norm. This is, this is always something that, uh, that I've been a part of and, uh, you know, um, but because there's a, a certain part of this craziness that's attached to trauma, mental health and addiction, you know, and me being a, uh, abuse survivor that I made a promise a long time ago to myself that if I saw abuse, I was going to call it out. And at the end of the day, and I think, you know, at the, 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 the core of what's happening is is abuse and it's systemic it's premeditated and pre-planned and so you know i am loaning my voice to you know uh out out these abusers and what has been the reaction from your fans people who knew and, and loved your your hockey playing career to what you're doing now uh, I would say that it's 70, 30, 70% support what I'm doing. 30%, uh, think that I've had way too many hits to the head. Um, uh, that I'm, I'm drinking and using again, uh, you know, these kind of things. So, um, but, uh, um, you know, being, you know, being a warrior my whole entire life, um, you know that this this is nothing new to me, and uh, you know I've always fought for um, you know the less privileged, uh, the disadvantaged, and uh, you know I'm in this for the long haul, and uh, you know I'm willing to put my life on the line here to you know to make things right. Right, because if we don't make things right, then what are we left with? Nothing, not a whole lot. Well, what's I mean, the alternative, the only alternative is death, right? You know, pretty much this, this, this ideology has been tried 24 times in the history of our planet, right? And it's failed every single time. And the only thing that it spits out is death. So that's where, that's where we're at. And, you know, it may be, it may be extreme, but just go do your research. Go do your research. Yeah, it's all we there. We forget our history, it, it, don't we? We yeah. forget our history, and then yep. we, we end up repeating it. Yeah. To the well, we, uh, we got we got fat and lazy. Yeah. And we stopped paying attention to politics, and and because of that, here we are. Well, you know what? Here we are. Good for you for being a warrior. We need we need an army of people like you. And, and so, there is an uh, army out there. There there is an army out there. There there truly is. You know the people. Uh, that I've been able to, you know, make contact with, become friends with, uh, you know, we're, we're at this almost 24 hours, seven days a week, uh, you know, trying to wake people up, you know, and, uh, and it's been a, you know, it's been a monumental task because, uh, you know, mass formation psychosis is yeah, real. Exactly. It's real. Yeah, sure it's it is. real. Absolutely. And, uh, and so, you know, we, we just have to, you know, to do our, our very best to, to try and wake people up. And yeah. I would say I would say the announcement of a shot every nine months, uh, you know, has woken a lot of people up. Theo Fleury, 
thank you so much for coming on the show. Please come back again. How do people, uh, just with the minute we've got left, how do people access your content, your and, and Jamie's show? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go to Canadians, number four, truth okay. dot net dot net everything will be on there uh we are just in the process of uh getting into our new office space building our studio and uh i think uh we're looking at around august 1st to uh to launch um hopefully we can we can make that happen and uh yeah so we're we're excited about the new venture um and and what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a populist pop, populist movement yep. that will eventually turn into a political party. Exciting stuff! And I hope you come back to uh, as we get closer to that launch to promote your uh, your media venture because I think it's, it's very very exciting. Thank you for coming on the show, Theo. Really appreciate this. My pleasure. Anytime, my friend. Hockey great, Theo Flurry. 